couple of my friends had a night that forever will be called devil night because we were <laughs> we did bad things and I'm going to tell you all about it What's up? My name is JC, and this is Laughing Times of a Native Son, Season 3, Episode 26. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you had a great Christmas. Um, Christmas is, uh, I don't know, it's its a special time of year. You know, around here, it, uh, it, it, it means something you know, a little different, but, um, it's something that, uh, over time, you know, we know that, uh, you know, that'll change. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, I've talked a lot about it on here, so I don't think that I really need to talk more about it, but, uh, Christmas can be tough sometimes. And it's really not necessarily leading up to Christmas. It's the days after Christmas that that tend to start being tough. And I think even when I go back to to being a kid, um, the days after Christmas were always kind of tough on me. And I think that part of that had to do with going home to Montana, spending time with family and sometimes seeing my dad, sometimes not seeing my dad. And um leaving Montana not really knowing when I was going to see my dad again. So I think that, that that has a lot to do with um, why Christmas was maybe a little bit tougher when I was a kid. Now it's, you know, it's completely fucking different than that because of, um, um, you know, circumstances that have happened in the last, in the last two years. We've, I've talked about it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want I want you guys to think that uh, this podcast is all about that because it's not. It's about telling you fun stuff and um, being real and being honest with you. Um, So Christmas this year was pretty cool. My kids were all really excited and happy about uh, Christmas this year. They all got new iPhones and and that's a big deal, I guess, when you're a kid. I suppose um, if I was their age and I was in the whole iPhone era getting a brand new iPhone would have been pretty damn cool but um you know back in my day it was a Nintendo or a Sega Genesis or whatever was the new gaming console at the time but uh my kids it's uh, it's all about electronics from iPads and tablets and iPhones to whatever it, it's a lot more expensive than it was when I was a kid you know my parents could have got me you know, they got off, they got off pretty easy because, um, 
I wasn't expensive as as expensive as these new kids are nowadays. Um, so yeah, that was Christmas and it was good. We went to my mother-in-law's house, spent a little time over there. And my kids sat there and stared at their phones for a couple of hours. And, um, um, you know, we had some champagne um, or like a sparkling wine. I don't know what it was. It was uh, Martini and Rossi. So I think that's a champagne, but that's what we were having at my mother-in-law's house. Um, and then, um, that was pretty much it. You know, Christmas was done. Um, a lot of my people were really busy and, you know, that's to be expected. You know, the people that you hang out with are going to be busy during the holidays. So, uh, I didn't really hang out with a lot of people. Although on, uh, Friday, uh, before Christmas, um, I was, trying to figure out what to do and a friend of mine was like you need to take your daughter out you need to bring her to the bar and I was like okay yeah let's go let's go and I was like to my daughter I was like let's go because she's um 21 now so I was like let's go have a drink or whatever at the bar and she's like no I don't want to and so I texted one of my homeboys and he's like yeah let's go let's go and then um one of my other friends was out and I saw it you know because you see that kind of stuff on Facebook and I was like, dude, do you want to go grab a drink? And he's like, I'm on my way to this one place, which was a place where you could get drinks. And so it ended up being like three, you know, me and two of my homeboys um, meeting and having drinks on the Friday before Christmas. And that was really good because, you know, the three of us dudes have known each other, you know, since the 80s. So it's it's always cool to have those types of relationships with people that uh, are still in your life. And, um, uh, you, you still can kick it. And, you know, both of these guys have had like, you know, special places, you know, my friend, Mike, who was one of the two dudes that was there when I, when I was younger, I would probably say, and and he, I don't know if he would, if, if he would agree with this or not, but he'd probably say no, but, um, there was kind of like a competitive, like macking on girls thing between him and I. And um, I would have never, if you would have said, you know, I was friends with him back in the day. But if you would have said, you know, there's going to be a time in your life where you and this dude are going to hang out a lot. I would have, I would have said, no, I would have said, I probably don't, I don't see that happening. But um, he's been around, uh, you know, a lot for the last couple of years. And the other dude that met us at the at the bar is, uh, you know, one of my longtime friends who, you know, we were roommates for a little while. Him and I experienced a lot of fun and crazy stuff together. And I've, I feel like anytime him and I get back together, it's like we're 18 years old again. And, and it's just is just really easy. And uh, both anyways, both of these dudes, I love them like like family. And it was cool to kick it with them on kind of a, you know, it's a, it was Christmas falling on a Sunday made the whole weekend kind of special. So it was kind of cool to kick it with those dudes. Um, you know, you you t- you talk about like the relationships that you build with people and the adventures and the things that you go that happen with you. And uh, people that you knew when you were young, and it's like sometimes it's uh, it's it's like uh, 
you know, PC memories and sometimes it's not. And I remember, so where I'm, where, where I ended up graduating from, they used to have this like Christian music festival that every year that was kind of like a Christian Lollapalooza and they'd have all these bands come and they'd play and there's like two or three stages or whatever it was. And, uh, but the one crazy thing about when that would happen is a lot of people from out of town or out of state or whatever would come to our little I don't want to say small town because it wasn't a small town. It was a decent sized town. Uh, but all of a sudden, all these people would come. And this is the town that I told you about where everybody would cruise. So you'd go from Hardee's to Super America, turn around and do it all over again. And um, so during so this little festival was called Sunshine Fest. And so during Sunshine Fest, all of these people that were i think that for the most part it was about 50 percent of them were really good human beings and christians and everything and the other 50 percent was probably just people that were looking to party and uh so uh my friend doyle and my friend schwab and i decided we're gonna go out on this night and it's during the middle of sunshine fest so we go over to my friend doyle's house and this is during like those that tech mobile time so you know, there was no like online play. So everybody's like playing tech mobile and everybody thinks they're the greatest. Right. And so my friend Doyle and I, Doyle's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love tech mobile. I'm good. And so him and I played, I'm not going to tell you who won, but somebody won and the other person wasn't very happy about it. Uh, and I think we probably played two games and the one person won both games and the other person wasn't happy about it. I'm not going to tell you who. But uh, um, it was cool. It was fun. You know, you don't you don't typically get to do you back in them days. Anyways, you didn't typically get to play against uh, homies. And so being able to play with, you know, one of one of my one of my people uh, was pretty cool. This is NES days. So this is before Sega Genesis even. And so we decide we're going to. All right, let's go. Let's roll. And so all of us leave. My friend Doyle, my friend Schwab, we dip and we start cruising up and down first Street, you know, doing that Hardee's to Super America thing. And um, we go and we park because a lot of people would park at Super America. Some people would park along the way, but the basically the two main places were Super America. But for the most part, it was Hardee's. Everybody would park in the Hardee's parking lot, which was on the other end of the of the strip. And so we're like hanging out, chilling, talking to people, macking on chicks and things like that. And uh, there's all these like strangers, these out of towners in town. And this truck pulls in. We'd seen them a couple of times, but they kept pulling in and they had like a super soaker, you know, like those uh, like water guns that you could shoot like 25 feet. And um, we're chilling. And these dudes pull around, I don't know, probably the third or fourth time. And and somebody in my little group had said, don't spray that at us or whatever. And of course, they sprayed it at us probably because they were goody goodies and they didn't think that they were going to get their ass kicked for doing it. But they sprayed it at us. We took off running. We were about to beat their ass. And um, it got a little bit crazy for a little bit. And I kind of felt a little bit bad about it almost immediately because I realized that these weren't the type of people that uh, typically would find themselves in the middle of a brawl. 
and it kind of felt like I was picking on a two-year-old. Um, so I don't know, something happened and somewhere along the way, my friend Doyle dipped out and I don't know what he was doing, but it ended up being just me and my friend Schwab. And uh, we went, we decided, okay, we're going out to Sunshine Fest and we go out there and it's just like a huge like campground during the nighttime and there's just people everywhere and some people are just kind of wandering around and just chilling and all of that so we park or we get out there somehow and I think that we just switched cars and I went out there with with Schwab and we're just like running around checking everything out and there's all of these like little campsites where there's nobody there and so we're like oh hey what you know and there's coolers and lawn chairs and tents and all of this stuff so eventually we found one that had like two tents a cooler with two little chairs on both sides of the cooler so we just sat down and I was like oh I opened the cooler and there was I don't know, there was like Pepsi and sandwiches in there. So we ba- we opened it up and started drinking soda and eating their sandwiches. And then we found like a flashlight too. So we just, you know, after we finished our sandwich and our sodas, we start walking around and we have this flashlight that we jack from these Christians. And uh, we're walking around and I'm not laughing because uh, um, I'm, uh think that all of this is cool i think that uh, it's i'm laughing because it's it's kind of funny because we had no clue how bad of people we were being um but uh we ended up you know we're walking around and we're flashing tents with the with the flashlight and acting like we're cops and all of these goody goodies are getting kind of freaked out or whatever um, but then eventually we run, we run across a girl and, um, and the girl who ended, ended up being my wife at Sunshine Fest. And, uh, we're just like, just, you know, talking to them and everything. And, uh, they had like a little campsite. So we went back to their campsite, had, um, just kind of chilled and talked and everything. And then, you know, we ended up staying the night. But that was basically uh, the first night that... Oh, oh, I got to back up a little bit because uh, something else happened before that. We met another friend of mine, my friend Matt, and uh, my, my friend Mascow. And we met him and he took us for a cruise and we were just driving around and just getting a little bit more messed up. And... Uh, came then we came back and that's when um i met you know we ran into uh the the girl the girl who ended up being my wife and her friend and uh woke up in the morning dipped out of there about five or six o'clock in the morning because we didn't want all the goody goodies to see a bunch of gangsters walk out of a tent at a christian music festival um but yeah that ended up being the first time that uh, my wife and i kicked it and you know and when i talk to my friend schwab or when and and i don't know if my friend doyle knows this but my friend schwab and i have talked about it a lot and we used to call that we call always referred to that night as devil night because we were such bad humans and not very proud of it but you know at least we acknowledge that uh we were not the greatest people on the on the planet at that time um you know i i I kind of had touched on a little bit about, uh, 
you know, my brawling days back in the day too. And uh, one of my friends, he's like, dude, you haven't talked about me on your podcast. And I was like, I don't, you know, I, I, I promise I will. Um, but, you know, I guess kind of getting back to, to that that podcast that I talked about fighting is I had a friend of mine, his name's Keith. We used to call him Panhead. And uh, so my friend Schwab and I were cruising. We were doing that strip, right? We were going from Hardee's to Super America. And we were almost to Super America. And this dude who I don't ever remember seeing, you know, before this night pulls up next to us and he's kind of like mean mugging us. And, you know, you do that kind of thing where you're like, when two cars are next to each other and you're kind of going back and forth, one's in front of the other and you're like staring at each other and shit. And that's what was going on with this dude. And so we pulled in this Super America and pulled like right next to him. He stopped, he actually stopped, like he wanted to do something. And so we both jumped out of our car. We're yelling at each other and everything like we want to brawl. And he's, it's just him and a girl and it's me and my friend Schwab. And, and my wife never liked when I hung out with my friend Schwab because my friend Schwab and I, we did a lot of devil stuff together. And uh, I think that we both kind of um, got each other to do, th- to like push the limits of of uh, what was, what was legally acceptable. And uh, so it was him and I. And this dude is like talking a lot of stuff. And we're like, why is this guy talking all this stuff? It's just him and a girl. And it's me and my, me and Schwab. And um, so finally his girl talks him into getting back in his car. He gets back in his car and he squeals out of there and he flips us off as he leaves. We tried to catch up to him. We couldn't find him because he, he took off somewhere. And uh, I didn't see him, but I remembered his face. And my my roommate at the time, he was my my roommate, uh, Brant at the time was working night shift, and he had a badass set of Bauer um, rollerblades. And when he would dip, he would say, he said, you you know you can use my rollerblades if you want. This is back in the day when rollerblades were a really big deal, and I don't know whether or not they are now, but they were back then. And uh, um, so I would take his rollerblades and I would cruise around. I had a girl who. Um, would ride around with me a lot and she was you know she's a really good friend of mine and and I love her I still love her to this day um but her and I used to rollerblade a lot together at nighttime and for whatever reason this was a time that I was rollerblading by myself and there used to be this like pool hall all of a sudden this pool hall is like this big place for everybody to go. I wasn't one of those people that frequented it all the time because I was old school and I don't know what it, what it was, but I was anti-pool for some reason. And all of a sudden this pool hall shows up and everybody goes there. And I, I'm just rollerblading around and I rollerblade into the pool hall and I look and this dude is there, the one who flipped me and my friend off on First Street. And I was like, is that so-and-so? Uh, to the guy at the counter who was working. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, don't let him leave. I'll be right back. And I start rollerblading back to my crib, which was, wasn't was very far away from the pool. It was probably two or three blocks. And I'm rollerblading back and my friend Panhead rolls up and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to get my sneakers on because blah, de blah is at the pool hall and I'm, and I'm going to whoop his ass. And he's like, all right, well, hop in. And so I jumped in his car 
We take off. We go to my house. I put on my, I used to call them my fighting shoes, but they were uh, Reebok classics. Remember back in the day of the old school Reeboks when Reebok became really popular? I used to call those my fighting shoes because they came out again and they were kind of popular again. And so I had my, my, my fighting shoes on and we go back to the pool hall. And like literally when we walk in the door, I see that dude and he's one of these pool hall nerds that has his own pool stick and a little case and all of that. And I see him like packing up his 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 uh, his pool stick. And I look at the dude who's working and I'm like trying to cover my face so he doesn't see me and doesn't know that it's me. And then the guy who's working is like, don't do anything in here, Kels. Promise me you're not going to do anything in here. I said, I promise I'll do it outside. And so dude is like, I see him like out of the corner of my eye walking by. And so I turn around and I start following him and we walk outside of the pool hall and I said, hey, hey. And finally he turns around and I said, I bet you didn't think you'd see me. And I'm going to back it up a little bit like Tarantino style. But I remember one of my friends was like telling me that how he saw or he did. I don't know if he saw it or if he did it, but he saw this thing where uh, some guy was going to beat up another guy and he made the guy get the other guy get on his knees and apologize. And that's how. And I thought I was like, holy shit, that's badass. And um, so this dude is walking out and he turns around and looks at me when I said, hey, I bet you didn't think you were going to see me again. And he turns around and he says, I don't want to fight you, Kels. And I said, I said, well, I don't think you have a choice. I said, you were talking all you were talking all kinds of shit on on the strip. And now now you can now you're not. And he's like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. And I said, well, you got two choices. I said, you either fight me. Or you get on your knees and you say, I'm sorry, and uh, and and then maybe I'll let you go. And he says, I don't want to fight you, but I don't want to get on my knees. I said, those are your choices. And he gets on his knees and he puts his hands like, like he's praying. And he says, I'm sorry, Kels. I don't want to fight you. You're a good dude. And I was like, all right, get up. You can go. And my friend Panhead he get the dude gets in his truck and he's got his door open and my friend Panhead goes over to the door and says you didn't apologize to me and like punches him in the face and I was like holy shit you crazy fucker that's the that's how you end up in jail and so we dip and we take off and we're cruising around and all of a sudden this car is like like chasing us and we're like what the fuck is going on and I was like just get off get off the main road that way if if it turns into we're throwing, we end up throwing the dogs, nobody's going to stop. It'll just be us and them, and we won't have to worry about getting arrested or whatever. And so we pull off, and these dudes pull up like right next to us, and they said, Who are you? And, uh, and, and I said, My name's, I said, My name's Kelsey. And he, they said, No, 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 we know who you are. You're cool. And they said, Well, who are you? to my friend Panhead and my fr- friend Panhead <laughs> used somebody else's name who's a mutual friend of ours at the time and then and then uh, um, he said so what's up and they said oh nothing and then they left and they just basically took off I think they were trying to get uh, my friend Panhead in trouble with the law nothing ever happened but uh, um, yeah uh, that's I I suppose one of the stories that uh, 
um, I'm not really proud of. Because I think if I talked to any of those people now, I'd I'd probably I'd probably like them. I'd probably uh, be able to hang out with them and uh, probably feel like I got to say I'm sorry. But um, that was back in the day. I was a young dude. I wasn't that bright, and uh, I was pretty reckless. So um, you know, whatever. Don't judge me. I was a young man. I'm way beyond that now um and i've grown a lot and 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 one of the benefits to um a lot of the life experiences that i've had and you know and and i've had a lot and i haven't shared a ton of stuff with you about some of the stuff and and, and i've and i've said this before it's it's really about judgment but everything that has happened in my life has led me to where I am right now. You know, um, the things that I've done that I'm not very proud of have allowed me the position to where I can mentor people who potentially could put themselves in the same position. And how understanding that now is that that's that's not a great place to be and that... um, um, you, you, you need to be, be better than that. And I wish I, that I had been better, but, um, I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good person now and I feel, and I, and I like who I am and I feel like, um, I, I couldn't be the person that I am now if I hadn't done a lot of the things that I had done when I was younger. And I think that that's, um, something that a lot of people go through in life and that, and, and, and that's just part of life. You know, you you learn from your experiences, good or bad. But uh, um, yeah, I did, I did, I did a lot of bad things, and it, it made me into somebody now who is more compassionate, who's more loving, who understands human emotion more than I did when I was younger, and 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 I appreciate that about me now. So whatever you want to say about how I was when I was young and, and believe me, whatever you would say about that, I've said to myself. So it is what it is. And in the long run, it ended up being uh, a good thing. And I think that that's uh, how life works out uh, for a lot of people. You take the story from the Bible about the prodigal son. um, And, you know, I think in in a lot of ways that's been my life so that's that's all, that's really all all I got this week uh, you know I appreciate you guys listening to me you don't you don't really owe me anything but when you come along and you listen to me I'm appreciative of that because this whole journey has been really crazy and if you've listened from the beginning you know how the podcast has changed over the last three years and I appreciate you for um, listening to me ramble, and uh, and uh, and I love you for that. But that's all I got. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great year, and I hope you have a great life. My name is JC, and this has been Life in Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out. <laughs>